One of the mantras of the coronavirus period has been stay home. Staying home keeps you safe and makes it less likely that you'll spread the virus to someone else. But staying home isn't possible if you're homeless. Last week, an outreach worker let me follow him for a morning. All right, my name is Dwayne Brown, and um, I work with the Long Island Coalition for the Homeless, and I'm a uh, street outreach worker. Brown was in East Rockaway at a CVS, meeting one of the organization's clients, James Hayden. Hayden is both one of the lucky ones, and also one of the unlucky ones among the people Brown works with. He's lucky because he has a phone, though it wasn't working last week. And he's one of the unlucky ones because he usually sleeps by a gazebo near the water, as opposed to a car. Hayden was waiting for Brown in a little patch of grass next to the CVS parking lot, at the far corner next to a trash dumpster and adjacent to a street where there was little construction work happening. You might hear a little bit of it on this recording. Hayden had just had another lucky moment that he was telling me and Brown about. A lady had given him a box of Cheerios. That lady just gave me that box of Cheerios. Oh, yeah? You know, I eat it. Yeah, I can eat that right just a little right before you guys. And, uh... Hey, once one, you know, I I sit over here, I have my car, and I sit over here, and uh, the one lady came out with a bunch, the one guy came out with a bunch of chips, the other lady came out with cheeses, and I, one threw me a five, and the other one threw me a five, you know? He didn't seem to have a rapport with Brown. He called him, my man Dwayne. Brown passed him a Ziploc bag of surgical masks, and Hayden thanked him. But there's a lot about the coronavirus pandemic that's fraying what luck Hayden used to have, the good things in his life that would keep him going. He used to earn maybe 20, maybe 40 bucks on a good day recycling cans. Now that doesn't work. I'd be picking up cans and all that stuff, but all the cameras are down because there's crap. The church he used to go to with a friendly pastor isn't as accessible anymore. But now they're all shut down for corona. And maybe worst of all, there was the Wendy's he used to sit in. I used to, like, hang out at Wendy's when it was cold. I mean, it's cold now, but not, not like it used to be. I'd hang out at Wendy's, I'd order something. Now, because the coronavirus, I can't go in there and stay warm. Right. I used right. to go order something, sit there. All the people in Wendy's knew me. Uh-huh. And then, and I'd sit in there and stay warm. Yeah. For hours yeah. at a time. People were nice to him, he says buy him some food, let him leave his card or his bike right outside the window where he could see it. Yeah, you can't sit inside no more. You can go in there and order something. You walk up, you know, I told you, you walk up to the drive-thru. Yeah, but you yeah. can walk inside and order. Oh, you, you can? Pick okay. up. You huh. can now, but you oh. can't, like, stay inside. can't stay. So grab and go. Right. So I just, if I have a couple dollars, yeah, I'll go ahead and get something, and I go over to Fishery and sit over there yeah. and charge my phone. This is episode 14 of Life Under Coronavirus, our oral history of how Long Islanders are helping each other and getting through the pandemic. Brown and other outreach workers are doing what they can to provide support to their clients and keep them healthy and on the road to housing. There are thousands of homeless people living on Long Island, according to recent estimates. Things weren't easy for Hayden before the pandemic hit. He said he'd been living on the street on and off for 12 years. He hadn't worked for around the same time. He used to do construction and painting, but that was difficult for him now after he hurt his back in an accident. He'd been in hotel housing recently, but he said he got kicked out after he let someone stay with him. I need to get to work. Yeah. Because I can't live like this now. I need a place. What is the thing we try to, we're going to try to get you housing first. 
Okay. And then we can work on all your other things. I think if you get your a roof over your head, everything is it seems like it's uh, falling into place. Yeah, and this time I won't screw up over people's data. Yeah, exactly. All of this has become much more complicated with the pandemic and the shutdown of so much of modern society. Everything is a little complicated now, or a little bit more, yeah. you know, harder right now because everything's closed. So. Yeah, like wrong. It's a little slower to, in terms of... Yeah, and even try to, you know, get someone on the phone sometimes. It might take a might take a day or so before they need to check their voicemail, then call you back, yeah. and then... So now, yes, hopefully we can get his phone, you know, situated. But I if not, battery at least I know where he's at. I can always come down to him and let him know what's going on. And I know your number by heart, Adrian. Yeah. About his immediate health, Hayden says he's feeling a little run down, but okay. I just try to stay away from a lot of people and stuff, you know? Yeah. That's the best thing to do. And when I'm in the grocery store, I have my mask on, but you know, they got markers. Yeah. Six feet, six feet, six feet. I'm just like, there. You stay, you keep distance. Yeah. Yeah. Brown says the Homeless Coalition tries to keep clients updated on issues like what to do if they're feeling ill. But it's hard for them not to fall through the cracks of the state's public health response. Hayden, for example, hadn't heard the news about the state mandate about wearing a mask outside. Brown had a few other things to offer Hayden besides masks and advice and company. Well, I got a bunch of stuff in the van. If you like, like I said, some some snacks, things like that. Um, I think we got a gift card uh, to uh, Burger King. Is there really? A yeah. Got a this King? one down here, yeah, down by it all. Later, after Hayden left, Brown talked about the road to housing for Hayden. What's the sort of next step for him? Is he trying to get him into a place? What's the... Well, yeah, we just got to wait for something to uh, pretty much open up. It's uh, Sometimes it's, it's a waiting game most of the time because even with uh, the type of housing that we look for him, it, it can take six months. It can take, it can take a year. Uh, you know, some places it might be two or three months, and then it all depends on where it opens up at. But the closure of all sorts of places made it harder to meet and touch base easily. It definitely, it, it is more difficult because you can't meet with the people that you're used to meeting with. Like in places like the uh, the li- like libraries are good yeah. places for us to meet at, and it's also getting out of the uh, the cold. Yeah. And uh, you know, we can or we can go to a Dunkin' Donuts, sit down, and have a coffee. Sure. Now we can't really, you know, really even do that. Brown is doing what he can, checking up on people by phone if they have phones and the phones are working, in person otherwise, giving out masks, staying masked himself. It's not like his clients have many other options beyond living their lives as they've been living them. There's nowhere for them to go. It's just like, you know, if they, you know, he has a good place where he sleeps at in the, in the time, but it's pretty much on the water. And when you got that water in the, in the last couple of days, it's been windy. It's cold colder I should say but uh you know I, I try to you know I give them sleeping bags I give them blankets uh hand warmers scarves gloves and things like extra socks so uh at least they're you know they're warm and uh you know and uh dry thanks for listening to life under coronavirus if you know of someone we should be covering or you want to share your own experience about coronavirus in New York Leave us a voicemail with your name and phone number at 631-213-1543. That's 631-213-1543 with your message to the Opinion Department's Life Under Coronavirus podcast. We may use your message as the basis for a future episode. Amanda Ficina is our producer. And once again, I'm Mark Chisano from Newsday Opinion. 
Stay healthy. See you next time.